Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello, Darren. So, Consumer Watch now is live. Your questions to Wendy, and we're going to get straight into it. First on the line, uh, we have uh, Julio Iglesias, not her real name, who would like to ask you a question, (laughs) Wendy. (laughs) All ears. Go ahead for Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Hi. I'm so excited. How are you? (laughs) Very, very well. How can I help? Okay, so um, my two kids go to private school, and um, we're not the highest income earners. We're in that middle bracket where a large portion of our salaries go towards furnishing the school fees. Mm. So obviously during COVID-19, there's been no, um, uh, we've not been receiving the service of sport and art and cultural activities, Mm. and the schools have not come back to say, um, we're allowing a certain percentage or a discount or something over these months to help the parents out to allow for the fact that we're not giving a full service. Yeah. So a few of the people that have complained have gotten responses of you need to furnish your bank statements mm-hmm. to say that you um, are affected and your salary is reduced, which is beside the point really because you are paying for a service that is not being received. Yeah, it's a very good question. Wendy, how does one go about, um, uh, I know it works on a school-to-school basis, but as a rule, what could one do? I mean, you're paying exorbitant school fees and uh, not getting any of the services you usually do. Okay. So this is one that's come up quite a lot from from people all over the country with children in private schools, from private creches all the way up. Um, So, yes, it would be... It's a two-sided thing, and we must remember that this is an unprecedented situation. So it's not of the schools making either. They still want to pay their teachers, yeah. and they've got to keep, you know, they've got overheads which don't change. Um, so, you know, you don't want to emerge from this situation or find the school in a completely weakened situation and not be able to provide this, the service that you're used to, to to your children, for your children, right? Mm. Um at the same time, for, the, for a school to take full school fees or demand full school fees from its parent body, regardless of the fact that many of those parents will have had severe um, income losses, either completely or, or, or to some extent, yeah. um, is also not okay. So there has to be give and take. And I think what I'm getting from schools, what I'm hearing from parents rather about schools is that they are doing that. They are saying, come and talk to us. Um, And they're wanting, I think, asking to see your bank statements or some proof that your income has diminished is fair under the circumstances. Um, Given that the bulk of their their spend goes to their teachers, that needs to you know that has been maintained mostly so it's no easy answer to this mm. but most of the, the schools will have had to provide some support and it would have come at a cost um, they would have had to as with universities they would have had to um get, get the the teachers up to speed with computers and whether yeah. all of them would have had their own stuff at home there would have been a considerable capital spend to in to continue to provide services mm. to the kids um you know remotely so I would say if you're feeling, if, if your income has been affected and you're, you know, really not, it's not sitting well with you to be paying full school fees at mm. this time, 
um, I would certainly have a, um, a chat with the school about that and come to an agreement. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're not going to, you know, drop everything, drop the fees or whatever across mm. the board, um, you know, as a strategy without consulting with the parents because every parent will be in a different situation. And I think that parents are, are also left in the lurch because we're not sure if kids are going to go back to school this week, next month, next year, and they're not. They're they're left in this in this limbo. Also, the way I see school fees is it's not school fees are not paid monthly you have it's like 60 70 80,000 rand a month and you're paying in installments so I mean a year so your school fees are for the year which you pay in installments but um, you're right that is a, a school, so, a lot school. Of them, yeah so sorry to button Darren what the schools are saying in the beginning is we're going to make up the days this year so mm. people were complaining about um, paying for aftercare and I had some sympathy there and they were saying but you, the kids are going to come back we're going to fill in these days they're going yeah. to have shorter holidays and they are going to have aftercare the one complaint I'm working on now which I think that is without merit is they're charging this woman for boarding school fees for mm. her for her weekly boarder son and yeah. that I think would be difficult for the school okay. to argue well there you go Ms. Iglesias I hope you um, I hope that uh, Wendy answered your question there for you we have another one yeah, Wendy, this is a question, morning by the way, this is a question that came in on WhatsApp. It's quite bizarre, but I understand why it's being asked because, I mean, maybe agencies are not working so well from home. Why are the clover milk bottles now suddenly blue? <laughs> is that a... You won't believe. Jeez. Uh, somebody asked that on, well, in the last couple of days on, on Twitter and um, the, co- the comments just went crazy. Everyone's like completely fascinated with this, what's going on. Um, it's it's nothing other than, um, in their own words, in one of their marketing things, we did it to differentiate ourselves, to stand out, to disrupt the fresh milk category and to make fresh milk relevant again. Mm. It's nothing more complicated than that, believe it or not. And people are like, but why? My children thought the milk was going to be blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I want my, my milk in a white bottle. Yeah. I mean, every consumer will have a different response, but it's been quite interesting, I suppose. In this time, Kerry, we're grappling with so many major life-changing, anxiety-inducing mm. issues. Um, to to have something like a blue milk bottle to to to, to <laughs> comment on is a bit of a welcome relief, maybe. <laughs> you know, it's just something yeah. you know, like in the old world. That's true. <laughs> but but the, the answer is. Um, They've got a new 1.5 litre bottle as well as that the two fami- two litre one we're familiar with. They've they've both gone from white to blue. They're filtering into the trade. Um, yeah, it's uh, there's nothing more complicated than that. The one issue that I do want to check. Hang on, Wendy, you're going to have to you're going to have to fill in that issue when we come back after Newswatch headlines. Oh, okay. If you have any questions for cool. Wendy, you can call us directly 087-086-9495 or WhatsApp 061-792-9495. Coming up, question about getting back the. Dep- deposit paid to a caterer taking your calls right now if you have any consumer questions you want wendy to answer phone right now 087-086-9495 you can whatsapp your voice note or a, a text question as well 061-792-9495 welcome back wendy Thanks, Derek. So we had the school one uh, pretty much asked and answered. This you'll have to deal with on a school-to-school, an individual basis, uh, talking to the schools about this. And, um, yeah, when you think you're not getting what you paid for, the school is also putting money out for what they didn't expect uh, when offering online services, et cetera, et cetera, plus protection at schools. So, yeah, you would have to have that conversation with your schools. But we did go to that, the blue milk carton. Why did that happen, and was it a good idea? Oh, yeah, so 
themselves. They wanted to stand out, refresh what want to throw it in. But as soon as you start adding color, form of plastic, oh, beverage, no. water bottle or milk bottles are made out of a form of plastic called HDPE. Yeah. Once you start adding color, they become low value for recycling because the color messes with the recycling process. So yeah. it is a pale mm -hmm. blue, but it's still a color. It's going to have less value than white. So that was a little silly. We should be moving, you know, every packager, every brand should be thinking about the recyclability, the green issues around their packaging. Yeah. It's 2020 for goodness sake. So I think it's a bit um, of a mistake. That's, yeah. They're getting a bit of flack for that all around. I, 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 yeah, it doesn't look like it was a great mm. move on their part. I think the story is going to be with us for a little bit. Okay. And then Wendy, we've yeah. got a caller for you. Roz is on the line. Roz says she's struggling to get her deposit back. Roz, good morning. Your question for Wendy. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Roz. Wendy. Um, uh, in April, I was supposed to celebrate my 80th birthday. Uh, I oh. had hired a caterer and I'd given her, she insisted, a 50% deposit, which I did on the 3rd of February. And uh, on the 7th of March, uh, I went to, you know, just finalize uh, colors or something like that. And then she told me she was leaving on the Sunday for the U.S. and would only be coming back on the 2nd of April. So while she, well, that I just happen. by chance, just by chance, I mentioned, oh, well, I brought my money, you know, the right time. So she said, no, 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 that goes into a separate account. Anyway, ma'am, while she was away, um, most of my family are overseas and there were 17 of them, grandchildren, in-laws, blah, 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 coming down. And then they had to cancel. So I thought a party wouldn't be a party without my children. And I texted her to say that on, I, it was on the 14th of March that I sent her a text saying I'm canceling the party. Anyway, I have tried numerous ways to contact her. I only have a telephone number and I just get no reply. So I just don't know what is the next thing I could possibly do. Okay. Well, happy birthday for April. What? When was your big day? My birthday was actually the 30th, but because most uh, of my see, children I were teachers, blah, 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 and could get the time off, I was having it on Easter Sunday. Okay. So, so there was no way. Whether You cancelled on the 14th of March when we all thought that these things could still happen. So the fact that you cancelled has now become immaterial because... You couldn't have had the party anyway. Gatherings were not uh, permitted. That was level five, definitely not allowed. So the, the short answer is that um, you are entitled to that deposit back. The, the, the um, event couldn't go ahead and she has no right, no legal right to retain it. She couldn't, it's not like she, she could have had somebody else fill that um, booking for you. Um, you know, this was all beyond everyone's control. So if you'd like to email me, um, we'll, the details will come in a little bit. Um, I will be happy to reach out to her and say, this isn't, you know, you, you, you are not legally justified to hold on to this one. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for that, Wendy. Uh, Aunt, I mean, Wendy Dollar, before we get Stop into it, traffic, yeah. just a quick question. Uh, we've received tons of uh, requests for you to answer this. I ordered booze from an online retailer, which was <laughs> due to be delivered today. Do I have to accept a credit or can I insist on mm. a refund? Mm. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, things became complicated uh, on land orders, as you can imagine. Um, many of them would have been in the delivery trucks awaiting delivery on Monday, and mm. Sunday came the not just the suspension, but the unprecedented immediate suspension. There came the regulations. So the companies cannot legally um, distribute or sell, so they can't. They couldn't get those orders out at all. Um, a lot of them will ask you to to just wait or give you the choice or say we'll we'll, we'll give you a credit just to say you. You don't, with booze or anything else, with an online order, if they can't deliver for whatever reason, you don't have to accept a, um, a credit. Mm. You can insist on a refund. They want to obviously credit you, but if they say we'll credit you, then you have the legal right to say, actually, could you please refund me? Yeah. And you so, can name so drop as know. well. You can say, Wendy Nola Wendy. told me. Questions already asked and answered. Um, uh, can I get, uh, if I booked like a whole function and I paid a deposit, can I get that money back? Uh, what's happening with school fees? I pay a hell of a lot towards school fees. I'm not getting over that school stuff. Asked and answered. What's happening with blue cartons of milk? Question asked hmm. and answered. And we have a few more for you, Wendy. We do, Wendy. On the line now, we've got Gaynor. Gaynor has a question about clothing returns. Gaynor, welcome to the show. What's your question for Wendy? Good morning, everybody. Hello, hello, Wendy. Hi, Gaynor. Yes, yeah. My question is is regarding clothing stores. You know, you can't try on items. So now um, the question is, you must buy them, and then if they don't fit you, you want to take them back. But the, what what is right. what's the regulation regarding that? Because each does each store have its own um, rules in this regard. Yes, most of them do. Um, I did uh, speak to the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud about this, and you know, in, in these extraordinary times, when we you know the stores are having to um, deal with all sorts of sanitary hygiene issues. Um, so many of them, not all of them, many of them have closed their fitting rooms. At first, there were many who weren't taking returns uh, for the same reason and saying, well, um, you know, after lockdown or after whatever. And um, I wrote about that quite a lot. And, and then they did a very sharp about turn. So in most cases, I haven't had a complaint for ages of a store not taking, um, accepting returns because you can imagine, you don't have the right to return anything that is um, not defective, by mm. the way. But you should have be given the chance to try it on. So they can't have it both ways legally where they don't let you to try it on to mm. see that it fits and then they say you can't bring it back. So all of them, as far as I know, are accepting goods back. Um, and then sanitizing them and the whole thing. But it becomes tricky if you want to buy shoes, for example. I've yeah. heard bizarre stories of people running to their cars to try them on and then bringing them back. And, you know, it's all a little bit weird. But, yeah. but that's the story. If you can't try on, we will let you bring it back, but yeah. we'll sanitize and that's how it's going. Does uh -huh. that answer your question, Gail? Thank you, Gaynor, for yeah, your question. Um, that's another one asked and answered. By the way, all of these answer questions from Wendy and last week's consumer questions, uh, very pertinent questions and answers, are on uh, our podcast on our website, ecr.co.za. Click on Darren, Kerry and Sky, or wherever you consume your favorite podcast, just search Darren, Kerry and Sky. And Wendy, before you go, we have Ishmael on the line who bought a faulty car six years ago. Six years ago, Ishmael. Good morning, Ishmael. Go oh, ahead, my brother. goodness. Whoa. Good morning. Yeah, well. Yes, Wendy. Yes, Wendy. I bought a car from a dealership, a credible dealership uh, in Newcastle in 2011. Mm -hmm. 
The car yeah. had a number of faults, of which I sent it back to the dealership more than three times. And each time I would send it back, they would tell me either they will they have fixed and they would refuse to produce any receipts. But the major problem with it was the gearbox, mm. which it didn't uh, show any problems every now and then. Otherwise, it didn't show that sign continuously. But each time it reflected that, I took it back to the owner and the owner ended up saying to me he doesn't know anything about the car that much in other words he didn't have the history of the vehicle he as the vehicle came from a client and later on when i moved it to another dealership um in richard's bay they declared that that information was not true because the system shows that the vehicle was there back from 2004. wow okay wait did you did the now, problems happen in the first six months were you able to take the car back in the first six months of you owning it? Y yes, I did. Okay, so at that point, it should have been fixed because that's the, the Consumer Protection Act's warranty period. So that's when you have all the power as a consumer. So the company must either fix, if they, if they can't fix two or three times, then they must make a plan, take the car back from you, replace the car, refund you, whatever. But if that didn't happen in that at that time, now all these years later to try and get justice is almost impossible, Ishmael, as you probably have discovered. Hmm. Um, it's very difficult for me to give you advice when the story is six years later. You know, is so old. Hmm. Do you have possession of the car? Because the car is with them as we speak. They took it in 2014 before I got retrenched. Oh my gosh, this sounds a bit like, this is way beyond the normal experience. This is now on to, this sounds to me like, um, you know, they have they've basically fraudulently acquired the car. You've paid for it, you have no use of it, and they have ownership of it. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to have to deal with this off-air, Ishmael, I'll try. If you yeah. could send me an email, I'll do my best to help, okay? All right, so Ishmael, you now have the personal services of Wendy Nola. If you want to get a hold of her, you can go to her Facebook page. It's Wendy Nola Consumer, and you'll see on the page there, there's the email option. You just, in the subject line, just right there, Ishmael with six-year-old car issue. And then Wendy will uh, get, you, she'll help, with you, help you directly, Ishmael. And uh, any other consumer issues, you just get a hold of Wendy directly, um, uh, Wendy Nola Consumer on Facebook, um, or when we do this again next week. We did this last week, a whole bunch of the, of the most commonly asked questions have been asked and answered um, and also your legal questions and also your science questions all of those podcasts are up on our website ecr.co.za click on darren kerry and sky thank you wendy